with Alan Moore. Welcome to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. This is Alan Moore here. I'm happy to have you with us for the next hour. Here with myself and Yekaterina Bishkova. Yekaterina, how are you doing? Still, still good. I'm still alive. I'm still uh, here with you. Excellent. And of course, <laughs> running the boards and spinning tunes is the inimitable Ollie Knight. How are you, Ollie? I'm good. I'm really good. Thank you. Very, very good. So listen, we have a really wonderful lineup uh, tonight with a very big giveaway, a super giveaway, an extra special guest who was with us in the studio. Uh, a great interview. We'll round up Russian, English, German and European football. We'll preview next week's European matches involving Russian clubs and we'll see how things stand for our Moscow clubs in the Continental Hockey League. So, uh, before we go away from football, we're going to have a little roundup of last week's European games. Um, so, Spartak, as I predicted, they drew in Maribor 1-1. So, all the people here in the studio were saying that uh, Spartak will win from Oli, from uh, Yekaterina, Dima. They all said, oh, Spartak will win. No, they didn't. It was 1-1. Uh, also in the Champions League, Siska... Bad luck again for exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> so, as, as you know... For Sis our guests. For our guests, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Julie as well thought they were going to win. So, uh, Siska won 2-1 away to Benfica, because we knew that already. Lokomotiv drew 1-1 in Copenhagen in the Europa League, which is a pretty fine result. Uh, while in the same competition, Zenit walloped Vardar 5-0 in Skopje. So, that was a terrific result. Uh, on the home front it was all action for all Moscow clubs. Spartak blew another two goals lead to draw 2-2 with Tosno. Oh, poor old Massimo. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Dinamo lost 1-0 in 2 to Arsenal. Lokomotiv, our partners, lost at home to bottom side Amkarm Perm 1-0. Actually, I'm still in shocked with this result. Yeah, that, that, that's okay, yeah, terrible, just, terrible. Let's yeah, go on, go on, go on. The only Moscow club to win uh, were CSKA, who beat Rostov 2-0. Right. Where is it? Ten games in. And then it lead from, from Krasnodar. Loka dropped to third. CSKA are fourth. Spartaka eighth. And Dynamo are twelfth. Right. Now, before we get on to the uh, Russian Cup, because the round of 16 is in action right now. Siska, when we were coming to see you, Katri and I saw that uh, Siska were uh, drawing nil-nil in extra time with Avangard of Kursk. But before we get to the rest of the roundup, we are very, very honoured to have on the line, all the way from Old Trafford, I believe, the commentator and presenter with Manchester United TV, Stuart Gardner. Stuart, how are you doing? Hi, how are you doing? So listen, what's the weather like over there? You know, it's, it's not bad. There's always a bit of rain around, but we're talking, you know, it's not too bad. It's relatively mild. What about over there? Um, it's mild here as well. Plus 12 degrees. No, so it's still plus north. 16. Plus yes. 16. Oh, my goodness. I stand corrected. <laughs> nice, and the nice two Moscow weather. girls are, like, Come really on. happy here, Stuart. So, okay, Stuart, listen. You guys, you're in uh, League Cup action tonight with Burton. Um, is this the first meeting between the clubs since 2002? Last time the sides met, you've got to go back to 2006 in the oh, FA Cup. Okay, and it went to a replay. United won it 5-0, but a little bit different this time. You'll see a load of changes in the United team. You'll even see a lot of changes in the Burton team because they're just worried about the league. So I think it'll be a straightforward Manchester United win, to be honest. OK, that's good. OK. Um, quick question, Stuart. It's Ekaterina here. And, oh, yeah. How are you doing? Uh, yes, good. Thank you. Um, if you choose between a Premier League and Champions League win, which would it be? Ooh. Well, this well. club, I mean, it's got a famous Champions League history, you know, a really famous Champions League history and haven't done so well in the Champions League, haven't even been in the Champions League for a year or two, haven't done that well in the competition since it got to the final in 2011. Jose Mourinho's won it twice with two different clubs. He'd love to win it with a third club. And it's got a, such a famous European history. I think, if, I think a lot of people would say would love to see a Manchester United Champions League victory. 
Nice one. Okay, got it. So, and one more question. Uh, it's about your next week match against... Uh, one more question mm. just from you, Katarina. Uh, I have more. Okay, uh, I have yes, more. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yes. Nolly has some. So, like, <laughs> CSKA. So, why are United always in Russia? Do you... What is it about? What is this obsession? <laughs> why do you... Food or... Uh, no, I actually know... Yeah. No, the answer is something about, like, Russian girls or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, Katarina, stop that now. Hold on. Don't, don't put words in this man's mouth. Don't put words. Okay, sorry, Stuart. Sorry. So, yeah, so, no, no, why? I mean, obviously, we were in Rostov last year, in Rostov on Don in the, in the Europa League, um, which was a good experience. In Moscow next week, and every time United come to Moscow, it's an incredibly tight game. They were there a couple of years ago. It was a one-all draw. Every time they go there, it's a tight game. Difficult game. I reckon it'll be pretty tight again next week. Nice one. And I have a question too. It's Oli here. I wanted to ask, would it be your first time in Moscow and what are you looking forward to seeing most? Maybe you're going to come here, join us on Capital Sports as well? Well, listen, it's not my first time there because I was there when United won it in two, won the Champions League in 2008. Yeah. I came back the following year when they played Deska Moscow again and a couple of years ago. So I think this will be my fourth trip. I always enjoy it. Nice. Just what, I, what I want to ask you, though, is has the traffic got any better? I think uh, it has, actually. Uh, yeah. Judging. Stuart, Stuart, <laughs> well, just li- listen. Because listen. I, I'm a driver and I can tell you that, in my own opinion, it did get better. <laughs> Stuart, listen to the Whoa, Irish guy okay. and just say, just don't, just take the Metro. Take the metro. You know, <laughs> Good uh, idea. It's too <laughs> <sure>. easy. <laughs> it is. I mean, you can't really just take the metro. Ollie is kind of a bit more like swanky and she drives, but no, we just take the metro. <laughs> is easier. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, no, it actually is better, especially there was a lot of uh, roadworks here in the summer. Um, of course, uh, not just to beautify the city um, further, but also to build up for the World Cup next year. So, I mean, it was yes. the, the roadworks during the summer were a bit annoying, but now, I mean, yeah. it has paid off. Like, And uh, especially when you're more pedestrian like I am, it, it is great. So, sure. No, it is. It's better. It is better. So, um, so listen, we, we, we had Andre Konchelskis in the studio. We'll have an interview with him later on tonight. Uh, of course, the next uh, legend. And he said that Roy Keane um, was the, you know, best central midfielder he'd ever played with and uh, in United yeah. as well. So, who would be your best ever central midfielder for United? You know, it's a difficult one because uh, I, had, I, did, I never saw Brian Robson play his best for Manchester United. Most people say Brian Robson was amazing. He scores yeah. a lot of goals and was, you know, Roy Keane-esque as well. But in my time of covering and watching United, it's between Roy Keane and Paul Scholes, who were an amazing partnership in the centre of midfield. They did different things. Scholes, unbelievable vision, goal-scoring ability. Keane, he was just fantastic. So I'd agree with Andre. I'm going for Roy Keane overall, the complete package, I reckon. Listen, that, and that's exactly what he said. He said that sometimes midfielders can either, like you know, say Michael Carrick, I think he's a great player, and but he's more of a defensive holding midfielder and he gives like short passes, plays it nice and safe, but yeah. plays it well. Whereas he said that, you know, Roy Keane yeah. could defend and he can get forward and score goals, yeah. just like Brian Robson. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's very hard because you've got like Cantona as well. So, I mean, United are spoiled for choice. So, it's not really fair, you know, give other clubs a chance. Sure, so, listen, will you drop into us next week when you're over? Oh, it'll be great. I mean, I'm really. I, I'd love to see you, and it's great to... I'm really looking forward to coming over, you know? I'm really looking forward to coming over. Where, you know, if the traffic's better and it's not that cold, what could be better? Exactly. And listen, Moscow in the early autumn is perfect. So listen, Stuart, thank you so much for your time tonight. Good luck tonight, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, that'd be great. All the very best. Bye now. Thanks, Stuart. Thank you. Thank you. So that was Stuart Garner of MUTV. So he likes Moscow. Yes.
obviously. Uh, Ali, Ali, you're not offended. Are you I said, surprised? Uh, no, of course I'm not surprised. <laughs> Why would I be? No, no, no. I'm not offended at all. Don't worry. I know. I mean, look, I do. Look, if I didn't like Moscow, I wouldn't have lived here. That's for that's for sure. So, okay, as I mentioned earlier, the round of 16 in the Russian Cup is on tonight. There are games already underway. Avangard, Avangard, Kursk, second division team, have beaten Siska Moscow in Kursk. So that's quite an upset. Um, it, it went to extra time. We were, as I said, we were, we were watching it um, earlier on. There were a lot uh, of upsets actually last week. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was. There was a lot of like a Angie <laughs> lost out in uh, Vladivostok. Shinik beat Ural. Uh, Tambov beat uh, Arsenal today. Orenburg lost to Rubin, and uh, Krasnodar. Krasnodar like second in the table, they lost to Tom Tomsk. So, uh, and Tosno beat two men. So, Andrew Flint will be sad with that. But I mean, that's uh, one, two, three, three Premier League clubs losing tonight. So that's like, I don't know, that's that's quite terrible. So, uh, as we go on, um, uh, Dinamo are playing in uh, Spartak Nalcic. So we're going to follow that game as it goes on. Spartak have kicked off against Kuban in uh, Krasnodar. It's 1-0 to Spartak right now. Dinamo, of course, are 0-0 down in Nalcic. Tomorrow night, Lokomotiv plays Samara out in Krylia. Or sorry, they play against uh, Krylia Sovetov out in Samara. That's going to be a tricky tie for the cup holders. Uh, kickoff is at 6.30 in Moscow time. And one match that I am going to be following closely is Fakel Voronezh and Amkar down in the Blackguard capital. Uh, kickoff is 7 o'clock there. So from what I've heard, it should be a crowd of nearly 20,000 at that one. And this weekend is derby time in Hinki with Dinamo welcoming CSKA. Tickets can be bought online at tickets.fcdinamo.ru. Prices from 900 rubles. The game should be a near sellout and kickoff is at 4.30 p.m. A so. cracking atmosphere, <laughs> a cracking atmosphere. I won't get to that one. No, but Don't miss this match. No, don't miss this Him. match. The, the, the tickets are flying off the shelves. Uh, India Kriti. Uh, up north uh, west Moscow Spartak will try to get some momentum going again before facing Liverpool next week as they will really need to go to, for broke, broke against Angie tickets are on sale from 500 rubles and can be bought online at ticket.spartak.com Lokomotiv of course are away to Rostov on Sunday kickoff there is at 7pm ok back to England because this is kind of an English themed show tonight uh, the English Premier League saw Manchester United hammer poor old Everton 4-0 we didn't bring that up of course with Stuart he already knew that and uh, they're playing again tonight so they are now second in the table um, behind Manchester City rivals City and that's only on alphabetical order uh, Chelsea and Arsenal drew 0-0 oh, zero, zero. Crystal Palace lost once more Liverpool couldn't win again through a friend <laughs> of our show in support of mine, Johnny Oxingham, will be happy as Newcastle beats Stoke City 2-1. Yeah, well, that's bad for another friend of ours from local TV, <laughs> Ivan Kors. Oh, well, uh, you win some, you lose some. Oh. Cold, very, very cold. That's it. You're a cold woman. My God, you you're are. a cold woman. That's disgraceful. Right, so talking about the cold, uh, nice little segue into the KHL, the Continental Hockey League. So Moscow clubs with some home games coming up. Spartak are at home to Admiral Vladivostok tomorrow night. That puck is dropping at 7.30. They're on the ice again on Saturday at 1pm against Kunlun Red Star of Be Beijing. Of course, Beijing in China. Uh, Vityaz Podolsk, they're at home uh, on Saturday against Slovan of Bratislava. On Monday night, the 25th, Spartak are home again in Taklamur Kabarovsk. CSKA are also in Moscow to play Slovan. Spartak tickets prices are from 
90 rubles. I just <laughs> read That's it. That's true, yeah. 90 rubles. I I've read it like yeah, a couple times actually. You think it's 900? No, no, no. Football yeah, yeah. is 900. No, okay, only. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, almost free. And uh, can be bought on tickets.spartak.ru. Uh, CSK tickets can be picked up online at uh, csk-hockey.ru slash tickets from just 200 rubles. For videos, you can go to tickets.chimpana.com slash khl and prices start at a mere 100 rubles. Okay, so that's pretty good. So yeah. uh, actually, it's it's it, Championat, of course, you write for Championat. <laughs> you write for Championat.com? Yes, I do. Yeah, so <laughs> I used... Not like very rare now, but I used to, yeah, to be a, like, to have a blog, like very, very uh, active blog there. <laughs> but of now I, I do it just like from time to time, but still trying, yeah. Is it difficult? Is it difficult to to? Because uh, I mean, I, of course, no, I, I write used as well, to. So. I used to write there when I was like traveling and was a player, you know. And when I, and I, oh, when I had some action, you know, <laughs> of my uh, tennis life, so that you can write about tournaments, about atmosphere, about like how to travel, what you like. It was actually uh, not my personal blog, but like I, I don't know even how to say better, like. Uh, some uh, travel blog like but I mean, you, sportsman you, and travel exactly <laughs> no no because I mean in fairness you've had you had some very very interesting um, well, things to write about you, so I'm I mean, no no I, I no I enjoyed I, I you know that I read them also um, so look folks we we have a super prize giveaway to give away uh, super prize to give away today a giveaway to give away so uh, we're going to announce that but uh, at the start of the next segment right now we're going to have the first part of uh, our interview with um, a really, really superstar guest. Uh, if, I, if, if, I, if I sort of um, can say that this, this guy, he was capped, he played for the USSR. He also played for the CIS, which is between the USSR and Russia. And he also played for Russia. He won the double, the double, that's League and Cup in yeah. England. He also won the League and Cup in Scotland. He is a legend, he's a great guy. And, um, uh, you know, we're just going to go straight into the first segment of our interview with him. Uh, and and I, I was struggling to get his name right because his dad was from Lithuania, or is from Lithuania. Uh, Andrei Anatasovich Kanchelskis. Let's roll, Rolly. Let's roll. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Andrei Anatasovich Kanchelskis. Did I say that correct? Yes, yes, correct. Yeah. So very welcome to Capital Sports and thank you for, for taking the time to join us. So a couple of easy questions to start off with. Uh, in your book, one of the first things you said to Alex Ferguson was, uh, I'll change the word with F, but to the Irish version, feck off you Scottish so-and-so. Who taught, <laughs> you, who taught you to say that to Alex Ferguson? Yeah, this is joking, you know. It is, uh, I'm coming to Man United, uh, no good speak English, you know. It is, uh, guys in the, in the team say it, hey, this and so on very very good for the coach you know when coach come in tell this aside i'm saying hey focus coach is bastard <laughs> how are you <laughs> it's funny you know i just uh, i know he's a very clever man you know this no angry he's laughing and tell it's a football players and say come on easy guys come on easy no more well, well, I mean, that's as, as, as you know, we were saying before we went on air. I mean, that is one of the things with, with football and in general life. The first thing you learn in a new country. Yeah, it's just in the first uh, but long, but uh, things, uh, every country, you know. It's just in, in Russia and when I play in Saudi Arabia as well. And uh, also 
uh, England. It's just bad things, you know, because there's people just laughing, you know. This yeah. is uh, every, every country. I'm uh, tell, uh, like in Moscow, you know, one guy who play in, in Dynamo, it's play Spartak Moscow, he is, uh, or Dynamo, no one remember. He said story in uh, policeman, bad things policeman, you know. They say, <laughs> policeman, very, very big shock, you know. He's, hey, what he said, you know, what's... Uh, uh, I mean, say policeman, okay, okay, easy, he's laughing, you know, why is this? This, uh, I know, is uh, any country, first of all, but rubbish, and uh, speaking and laughter, okay, just laughing. I mean, I don't know who I'd be more scared of. I, if, I, if I said bad words or curse yeah. words to a, a Russian policeman or Alex Ferguson, I think I'd be more scared of Ferguson. For me, I'd be, I wouldn't say to Ferguson, I'd <laughs> he'd kill me first. So, yeah, I don't know, he's just... Uh, he is, uh, I'm saying to this, uh, uh, Ferguson is a great man because he is uh, uh, understand the situation, you know. If uh, I'm telling Ferguson one against one, okay, there's big problems. I'm telling the teams, you know, teams, uh, teams laughing. <laughs> is this, uh, this is, uh, Fergie is this, um, um, excellent man, you know, he is a clever man, you know. It's why he not so much, uh, so much angry, you know, about it. What I'm saying. Well, I mean, didn't, okay, be, be, you know, this is this is one thing that I think is important because you, you came from Dynamo Kiev, from Lobanovsky, and yep. you had um, you had amazing coaches the whole way through, and then of course you had Joe Royal and everything. How are you so lucky getting such great coaches to guide your career? Because I mean, it was as if like all the stars aligned. You moved from Ukraine, Soviet Union, to 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 England. And all these, and Ranieri as well, of course, in Fiorentina. So all these superb coaches. How were they the same and how were they different for you? Mm, I'm very, very lucky because I've worked with great coaches, you know. It's my life. Good for me because uh, now I'm coach as well. I just um, remember uh, every coach is in a training session. I remember how the uh, uh, people work with teams inside in the dressing room and uh, outside in uh, inside in pitch outside in pitch you know is it because it's uh, is this important for the coach you know is this communication for the players you know this, uh, this is an ex excellent communication every coach communication for players i know it's just um, uh, very i'm saying again very very lucky this is a brilliant time i'm working with every coach in my life this, um, if I think so. Is for the, for me, we're lucky. Maybe in the, so. Thank you for the God. Help me as well. You know, this, this, um, uh, I'm very very happy. I mean, now, in, in terms of with coaching, I mean, uh, we you know Roy Keane, who you played with Manchester United, he came from uh, Brian Clough and then went to Alex yeah. Ferguson. And you were kind of saying because Jorah was very respected when he was Oldham, for example, and uh, of course at Man City and with Everton. Um, you know. Do you prefer then, you know, because uh, of course the English idea of a coach is very different to uh, like a, a Russian idea of a coach because uh, you've got like the coach here would be glad to trainer and a coach in England is simply the an assistant to the manager. So which do you prefer? Do you prefer actually the kind of the manager role or the coach role? Which is better suited for you? This is same, same, uh, same rules, you know, because it's uh, different names. It's the same rules. Same. Yeah. I I mean, is there a big difference, say, for example, Alex Ferguson, uh, you know, he, he was in charge of, you know, signing who, who we wanted to buy and budgets and so on. Whereas in Russia, for example, the coach doesn't have... Before, yes. Before, yes. Before, okay. uh, before yeah, because 
the co- this coach like in uh, Lobanovsky he is uh, he is uh, the big names he is a coach you know he tell for the president I want to buy this player so I want to and uh, now is a little bit different because it, especially in uh, in Russia and in, in maybe in other country like in Belarus Ukraine and some so too many dilettantes working you know yeah, and it's this is something that I, you know that I, I I noticed in the autobiography and something that like from working in football here I've seen it as well that you've got the the owner or the president of the club and a lot of people are working sort of under him between the, him and the coach and they all have their own ideas and one thing that I saw once happening was someone suggesting to buy a player uh, to the present, and the present came back to the yeah, coach. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, the coach has no control. Yeah, this some teams, no, not uh, every teams. Some teams, uh, too many teams. I think around ninety uh, percent like this situation. Ninety so, percent well, is not some. That's nearly all the teams. <laughs> but okay, well, <laughs> it's ninety percent. is very too many, too many teams. You know, it's, uh, no, no, fifty percent, no, forty percent. It's just ninety percent. It's just. This is problems because it's um, uh, any chairman and president have big money. He said, "I'm the boss, you know. I'm I'm like this player by." Okay, you you boss, uh, you big money. Okay, you go to training session, you go to some preparation for the teams. You know, like why why you, why coach need for for your team? This is difficult, you know. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Capital Sports. Так, бассейн есть, озеро есть, до школы сам дойду, и мой любимый магазин с игрушками тоже рядом. Мне подходит. Таунхаус и Футура Парк на Новой Риге. Все для счастливого детства всего в 23 километрах от Москвы. Футура Парк в рассрочку и в ипотеку. 8-495-783-05-85-783-05-85. Проектная декларация на сайте futuradefispark.ru. Застройщик ООО «Инвестленд». Welcome back to Capital Sports here on Moscow's Capital FM. I'm Rika Sirinovichkova here in the studio with my co-host Alan Moore, <laughs> who you. actually got the question for, for our listeners, like for our quiz. Okay, do I? Do I? I Yushi's hope so. Ali. I Yushi's hope you Yushi's remember Ali it. Question. That's yeah. what I asked you. <laughs> I hope I remember the answer. Okay, well, look, it's very, very... Do it's, you? <laughs> I do, I do. Catherine, don't threaten me. My God, this is scary. I'm taking my life in my hands here. So, um, you know, I, I hope everyone's in, after enjoying that that first chat with uh, Andre Kanchelskis. It, it, there's a lot more to come with it. Uh, a lot of things that he said on radio, which I would, I kind of was like, are you sure you want to leave that in? Go, of course, yeah, leave it in. Uh, so, um, our quiz question tonight is Europa League themed. So the question is, and there's that kind of, I say themed, there's a theme running through our show from our first caller to our special guest uh, interview. Um, which team, which club, which team won the Europa League in 2017? So that was the season 2016-2017. Which team won the Europa League, okay? Of course, after winning the Europa League, they're now playing in the uh, Champions League. And uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of a fairly easy one. So get messaging in on Viber, get uh, texting in, get uh, sending your messaging on plus seven, nine, two, five, one, 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 zero, five, three. Now, right now, we're going to we're going to go to uh, a caller. And who is this caller that we have here, Katarina? 
Oh, uh, we have um, <laughs> Peter McDowell, producer and commentator from Liverpool, FK. It, yes, FC. It's an English team. <laughs> FC. It's not club like club. club. It's like club. yeah, like club. You, club. I think you spent too much. You spent too much TV. time in a club. So yeah, oh. from LFC TV. If I could blush, I would, but I'm sorry. <laughs> she's too tanned, Ollie. She can't blush anymore. Oh, by the way, I actually got a message during the week to say. Uh, I know Peter. No, Peter. Yeah, he's on. I'm waiting. Peter, forgive me for one moment. So I got a message during the week uh, this weekend from one of the uh, Moscow Shamrocks and said, Alan, will you please stop making fun of Ollie? She has a lovely face stop saying that she blushes all the time oh no i do blush though yeah but that's what i'm that's, saying like that's the truth i'm sitting like you know <laughs> a, a basically an arm's length i'm sitting a slap away from ollie as in she would slap me but we're <laughs> in the same boat though alan blushes as well constantly you're the only one who doesn't blush like no sense of shame that's what it is. okay so sorry so we go to the phone peter mcdowell all the way from liverpool how are you doing i'm okay thanks i felt like i was intruding there like the two of you should have got a room <laughs> oh, there's three of us. There's three of us, Peter. <laughs> well, that's, that's maybe one for after the war. <laughs> Listen, that's a dirty scouse laugh on your head. So it's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, Katarina, you kick off. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm gone red again. So, Peter, red. thanks for joining us tonight, actually. No. Quite happy to no hear problem. you. And I'm sorry to have to ask you, but what happened last night? Yeah, yeah, it was a tough night, wasn't it? A tough night for us, uh, question. football fans. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I think we all, or Liverpool fans, probably got the same feeling when we were so dominant first half and, and didn't get the goals that, that we probably needed to, to kill the tie off that we've been there before. Uh, so brilliant, so elegant in, in the way we create chances, but sometimes you'd have swapped the, the possession rates to, to maybe have 30% of the ball and, and have the two goals that, that the opposition had at the end of the night. But I think it's just a bump in the road. I think. Jürgen Kott was very open about that, wasn't he, at the start of his, his tenure as Liverpool manager, that there would be times that we would find difficult and, uh, and it's all in the rich tapestry of football. Perhaps in, in January, we might look back on this and say that it was a blessing in disguise that, that it, there's fewer games to play, but obviously it still feels pretty uh, not cool, as Jürgen Klopp would say. It's still quite painful, having seen the first half and how dominant we were last night, but you know that's football, isn't it? Well, that's it. I mean, look, Peter, that, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, uh, I, last week against Sevilla, I actually picked uh, your game as the one to watch, like the Liverpool-Sevilla game, because it was just like, I knew both teams would attack. And I mean, I've known Jürgen for many, many years. As I, I should say I've known. I mean, I've met him many, many years ago when I was working in Germany. And the one thing that he always, even as a central defender, was he loved to get forward and attack. And, you know, mm. like, that that loss aside, you've shown yourselves to be, like, probably, well, I've, okay, a great attacking force. Um, and I do think it'll come good in the end. Is it a case that he sends out his teams to score one more than you? <laughs> I think sometimes that's the case, isn't it? And you know, football fans, I think we can sometimes be in a in a position where you know we wish for the other thing. We wish for you know a sterner back line, if you like. But how often can you say now, as as a football supporter of any club, that they're worth the entrance fee? I mean, Liverpool have been scintillating to watch, and I think we can forget that all too easily. That. Sometimes they take your breath away, Liverpool. We've had these great European nights historically, and we were very lucky to see them. But quite recently, we had fantastic European nights in Europa League, and you know the Dortmund game at Anfield that, that, that raised the decibels again. And you know it's a team that gets you off your seat. It's a team that you know I'm lucky enough to see training every day and see the amount of work that goes into to playing the way they do, and the pace and and the vigor that they put into to, to their play. And, I wouldn't change it. I think it's just exciting. It's, of course, we would like to concede fewer goals and we'd like to you know, stop conceding some of the goals that we are conceding at the moment. But 
it's 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 romantic football. It's sexy football, isn't it? It's the football that, that every football fan, whatever their club, wants to see. Well, listen, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, I, I kind of am a fan of Dundalk, obviously, but, um, you know, West Ham is my English team. And, I mean, they always had, like, played the West Ham way. And Liverpool, mm. I think they're gone, I think you guys have gone back to the way it was that I was growing up with. Now, I mean, I remember uh, being in Anfield in 1983. I think, I don't think actually my host here, no, <laughs> she wasn't born then. She's like, oh, no, you're so old, Alan. Actually, no, she was. You were born in 83. Yeah, I was already. Yeah, you're like, already a child. I, I was already playing tennis, actually. Yeah, I was playing So, ten, ten. so uh, Ollie, Ollie wasn't born at I that time. Yeah, so. So anyway, I remember like it was it was uh, Liverpool lost two one to Brighton uh, in the FA Cup, but even then, even then they refused to just like be negative and just like sorry kick Brighton off the pitch or something. Like that. And it was it was I do remember even as a kid, I was like nine years of age, but it was just this like flowing football. And of course, I was jealous. But at the same time, mm. this is you know this is football. You want to see a bit of romance, and you know Liverpool are, you know, for want of a better word, they are that kind of club. Yeah, and I think it, as well, again, well, whatever team you support at the start of the season, you, regardless of whether you've just come up from the Championship, you think you've got half a chance of you know, winning the league or, or challenging at the top end. And, you know, it can all too easily turn into a crisis, can't it? Well, we eight, nine games into the season. Some teams are looking at, you know, crisis must-win games on, on game number nine. I think we sometimes are in danger of getting a little bit too carried away. It's 24-7, isn't it? You know, social media lives you absolutely no hiding place yeah. when you get beat. Of course. You're going back to 1983, you have to wait for you know, the Pink <laughs> Echoes to come out at full time and then the Sunday papers to come out the next day. Whereas now exactly. you can't, even if you want to hide from it, can you? Because you know, the phone's all too easily in your hand. Yeah, exactly. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really difficult to hide from it exactly. when you get bad results. Well, listen, you're, you're in Moscow next week, okay? So you're, you're clashed between, let's say, like uh, two nations' sides, shall we say, both red and white teams. Um, you know, Spartak are a bit of a downer at the moment. Uh, you know, I've been following obviously, and going to the games. Are you confident that you're go- you guys are going to get a point here? Yeah, I, mean, I think that would be a positive result, wouldn't it, for, for Liverpool going back, not least because of, you know, the heritage that, that your team have in, in that competition and, and also they're on, on a bit of a high as well from, from last campaign, but... You know, I think European competitions are very much that on that you have to manage the game, manage the occasion well. Big stadium, you know, vociferous home force that, that that will want to see, you know, Spartak get the result on the night. But I think if Liverpool were to, to get a point, it would probably be a positive result. But like you've you've just kind of alluded to that before, you don't sometimes know what kind of Liverpool performance you're gonna get. And there is this demand in, <laughs> in Liverpool quite rightly that, that you know we do a lot better in the group stages and it's the, the group that perhaps was slightly more forgiving than the other ones. So, um, long-winded way to answer your question, I think a point probably would be a positive result for Liverpool going back and and having a chance to play them at at Anfield under the lights and all the the force that comes with a a Liverpool home performance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter, is this your first time in Moscow? It is, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We leave on. Okay, I'm excited. What What do you expect? Like, is it except except of getting points, of course? That's... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to to the cultural side. I mean, what, what is is really nice about these these trips traveling with the with the club is that we have our under 19s who will also play uh, on the day of the game as well in the UEFA Youth League. You know, we've got a really exciting youth setup at the moment as well, and that was a big part of the last time we were in the Champions League. You know, the the 18, 19 year old players get the opportunity to play your youth team on the same day and uh, and match themselves. Liverpool's under 19s had a fantastic result against Sevilla in the first game. See, there's a quite a bit of excitement around some of the young players, so we'll get the oh, chance yeah. to watch them in, in the afternoon before the main event in, in the night. So it becomes a, a big occasion. You know, it's a proper, it's a proper away trip, Peter. It's a proper away trip. Yeah, 
Yeah, you certainly get your money's worth, don't you, with, with those two games. Oh, and sure. also, in like any corner of the, the globe, we were lucky enough in the job that I did, wherever the first team go, we go. So, you know, you meet all kinds of, of scousers that have probably ensconced themselves in Russia and, and still have the scouse accent having moved in the 1970s. You always meet someone with a great story about why they're in that corner of the globe and, and why Liverpool are so important to them. Yeah. That's the, the great pull of this club, really. And we have one more question for you. Will you No, one be... more question from Ollie. From me. From okay, Ollie. personally, yes. It, it is personally coming from me. Will you visit us here in Capital FM studio next week? Yeah, if, if work allows, then I'd love to come in, yeah, and hopefully you make a good cup of tea over there. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, we're, listen, we're listen, yeah. You, listen. <laughs> with, with, with your name, Peter. I mean, you you are <laughs> Irish, am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, that that's the heritage. Yeah, I actually yeah. lived in Ireland for a, a little bit when I was when I was twenty one. So yeah, we're all kindred souls, the Scousers and the Irish. Of course, yeah. Like because I, I was I was down in Torquay boxing oh, many many years ago. This is give my age, but I thought it was like nineteen ninety two, but uh, or nineteen ninety three. Sorry, and um, I I was uh, in a, a guest house in Torquay, not 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 a million miles away from Faulty Towers kind of. Uh, like situation <laughs> and uh, there was a, a scouse couple beside me and the, the husband turned around and said like uh, oh do you know like um, he said where are you from I said from Dublin he goes oh I'm from Liverpool and his wife said yeah you know you know like um, he, or, no then he said like yeah like from I'm from the capital of Ireland I was like what Dublin <laughs> no Liverpool but I didn't realise yeah. I mean I'd been to Liverpool and the whole lot so you know there is that kind of kindred spirit there and uh, whereabouts did you live in Ireland Peter? I was actually in a place called Tala that you'll know well Wh- which? Um, Tala? In in Tala, yeah, of course, that of course, I, West uh, Dublin. I worked, yeah, I worked in a in a hotel. It was a golf hotel called City West Hotel. I was a barman there. I, or not, when oh, I was go away, City West. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a very, great spot. Great spot. Saget, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a very poor barman. Yeah. The Irish <laughs> game is to, we see, they make it a skill over there. The speed at which they serve people and, oh, and it, was, it was a fantastic experience. But, but listen, you can you can, you always have to take your time pulling the point. That's all. Point of Guinness, you <laughs> yeah. have to take your time. You know, it's a double pour. So, uh, listen, Peter, one final question. The, the Irish very much tell you if you get it wrong as well. They're, they're, oh, listen. They're shrinking by when it comes to telling you, you when you've got something wrong. You get a right <laughs> slap around the, the chops if you do it <laughs> wrong, you know. Um, is it, uh, we're, we're wrapping up. Um, but, okay, so a long time without a, a title. Uh, would you prefer a trip to Kiev next May and another Champions League win? <laughs> Uh, what was the option? A, a win, a win next week, or uh, no? Just to win the Champions League rather than the Premier League. Ah. <laughs> Tricky you know, question. You know what? I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a traditionalist, and you know we were spoiled in 2005. We got to a final in 2007 in Athens as well that we should have won that that year as well. But I don't know. I think if you did a, if you did a straw poll in Liverpool, then probably just edging it would be to win the Premier League. It's been such a long wait, and yeah. we've we've come close a couple of times in between. Um, I think that's the promised land, isn't it? We, we've been really yeah. lucky in European heritage, but to get the Premier League trophy back, I think would be would be the one that most of us would choose at the moment, just to see the natural progression of Liverpool and to and to keep the the adventure turning over. Really, that's brilliant. Listen, Peter. Listen, thank you so much for taking the time to to speak with us tonight. We are going to see you next week, and I'll make you a nice cup of Barry's tea. Fair enough. Ah, great stuff. I look forward <laughs> to it. Yeah, it was a pleasure being on. Nice to speak to you both. That's brilliant. Listen, thanks, very much, Peter. Take care, and we'll see you very thank soon. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Have a good night. Thank Bye-bye. you. Okay, that was uh, Peter McDowell. Um, and of course, I mean, that was a great chat. Always with a scouser, always positive, always happy. And of course, he lived in Dublin as well. So, where are we next? Katarina, no, hold on. Katarina, please, 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 please. No, no, Very quick, very, very, very. <laughs> so, what happened on Sunday with Gaelic football? Did the Maya curse continue? 
Oh, okay. I thought you were going to ask me Moscow Shamrocks. Yes, we trained on Sunday and everything was good and we had a great turnout and so on. No. Uh, did the Mayo course continue? Yes. They are still without an All-Ireland title since 1951. Um, was it Ollie or Julia said last week about getting a voodoo woman? I think it might have been Ollie or Julia said to get a voodoo woman. You said to uh, kill said the old guys. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah? say that. Yeah, you said, well, okay. No, Not that it you was, no you, you changed the words, you know, okay. and the meaning always changes. Okay, this. well, Dublin won don't, by a point. Don't, don't make me a murderer, <laughs> I'm just okay. like... Dublin won by one point, so it was pretty good. And uh, <laughs> so maybe, yeah, something will have to happen for uh, next year's championship. Guys, we have a message asking about the KHL standings. We didn't update them last week, did we? No, we didn't actually. You're right, Ollie. Sorry, uh, my my bad. Because uh, I was getting intimidated by all the women in the studio. So uh, <laughs> oh. everyone's like, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, right, that is yeah. right. That is right. You keep your mouth closed, and you're gonna slap in the head. Okay. So in the West Division of the KHL, where all the Moscow teams play, or Moscow Blast teams as well, uh, Skav St. Pete, they are top. CSK Moscow are in second. Dinamo fifth. Vityaz Podolsk are in eighth, and they are all in playoff contention. However, Spartak have slipped back a little bit. They are down in 12th, but they can make the look very, very quickly. It is early days. Ah, uh, yeah, and we still have our competition. Okay, we go ahead. We still have these two VIP tickets to the Lokomotiv Zlin Europa League match next Thursday, uh, where you get to see the match, get gifts, meet us, even me. Yes, yes, I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> and Oli be there? Personally, okay. yeah. and Ole, yes. Of course. Yep. All about us and uh, Ole's blushing. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> uh, so... The question is, the, the question, question is, is, and the question is, you have to I beat know, it out, please. Okay, so <laughs> which do. team, which team, which club won the 2017? Ollie's checking her face if it's blushing or not. So, uh, 2017 Europa League, which team won it? So, message us in, plus 795-1111053, super double ticket package to Lokomotiv's game next week. We'll be back after the break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Захватывающие виды и собственный парк в центре Москвы. Нева Towers отмечает один год. До конца сентября при покупке любых апартаментов мы дарим автомобиль. Нева Towers больше, чем мечта. Не упустите. Звоните 499-300-0303. 499-300-0303. Проектная декларация условий акции на сайте nevatowers.ru. Застройщик ООО «Эстэ Тауэрс». With Alan Moore. Welcome back to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. The ladies are dancing here in the studio. Peter McDowell. So was Alan. <laughs> Alan's got moves. Thank you very much. Well, I was a boxer. Using my move was like <laughs> landing on my back and my eyes closed. So uh, actually, there was a joke when I was boxing. People said uh, I was perfect for advertising. And I said, okay, come on, sponsor mm -hmm. me. And this, this is no joke. One company came along and said, we'll sponsor you. I said, where will you put your logo? They said, on the soles of your boots. Why? <laughs> because you're always on your tiptoes. No, or... because I was always on the flat of my back, knocked out. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. It wasn't true. I was never knocked out. I was never knocked down in a hundred and odd fights, but no, I was okay. So, okay, so we have some answers in so far. Uh, people, uh, it's not... Is it Sevilla? It's not Sevilla. Sevilla didn't win the uh, Europa League this year in 2017. So, Bulat, Max, 
please double check it who won the 2017 uh, Europa League final uh, they are, this team is now of course playing in the uh, Champions League this year so uh, just a quick update from the Russian Cup Spartak are still leading against Kuban 1-0 it's 0-0 between Nalcic and Dinamo Moscow okay so uh, just a quick recap uh, last uh, on last week's show Yulia uh, Firso was in how did you guys enjoy it? Because I mean, that was like girl oh, power to the nth extreme. A lot, let's say, not pretty much, because well, that's amazing. I mean, actually. Yeah, I think what she's oh. doing is very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so multifunctional. Let's yeah. say. Like, no, that's true. And she does everything like perfect and uh, yeah. everything works. And that's amazing that we have these people around us and we have to know and we have to promote, I think, this kind of like uh, energy uh, mm-hmm. i don't know youth new like new generation and like people who create some good things around us like and help and especially i mean i i i remember asking when we were when we were like working on a project together when do you have time to sleep because yeah, she actually, has so yes, many I also, things yeah, I, I wanted to ask her last week yeah. but I was, I was afraid that it would be rude or inappropriate of me to ask her when maybe we'll sleep. invite her on again and then we'll can ask <laughs> on her, on her. Yeah. so uh, but no I mean it was amazing and the one thing is that, that that stuck with me and I think that you you blogged about it or you wrote about it during the week was that it's never too late you are never yeah, too old to do something like, yeah but this is I mean that that's just absolutely this is true extra special. and that's inspiring actually for I think all of us let's mm-hmm. say, let's say exactly. like definitely this. So, okay, we are going to go back to the uh, second part, the second part of our interview. Actually, second part of four uh, of our interview with Andre Kunchelska. So, are we ready to go, Ollie? We are absolutely well, ready, yes. Let's roll with part two. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. President knows act, you no, know. Of course, President of course. stays, it's okay, big cigar, you know, it's, it's like this one. This is different, you know, it's the same in the Russia, you know. Anyway, it's uh, of course in England, uh, Germany, and Italy, some different uh, different mentality. You know, this liking before USSR, the same, right? Yeah, because USSR, big country. You know, it's just, uh, it's people more understand what you do. Now is uh, people, some people uh, have big money, say it's, I'm, I'm the gold, I'm the, the best, you know, like this one. This is no, no right, it's no correct. Like with footballers now, uh, what they were earning, say what, what you earned in your first contracts, was tiny. And I mean, if, if you compare with, say, what your, your dad was earning as a, as a truck driver or what other people were earning, yeah. there wasn't such a huge difference. <clears throat> yes, big, big difference, big change, because it's um, when you're Sasha, you have some... No, most of people same same wages, you know. Like and uh, it's no bad money. Mm-hmm. This now it's uh, if you see now different for them have some maybe some twenty maybe maybe five percent rich money. Yeah. And uh, twenty five in the middle. Yeah. And uh, rest and uh, very very bad life, you know. This is uh, this isn't true. This yeah. Is, this one if if you. If you go to Russia, you speak about uh, Voronish, you know, yeah. I know, it's just a poor life, you know, yeah. people. Same in any, any any city, because it's, I know, big city, Moscow. This Moscow, big city, St. Petersburg, right. And a big city, there's no problem with this um, uh, salary very high. Yeah. People, it's okay. And uh, small cities is poor, you know, it's very, very bad, you know. Same in the football, you know, if uh, 
before USSR have some idea, idea and uh, traditionals. Just uh, this is important for the people. People thinks about uh, football first of all. No liking first of all money. Yes. And yeah. second football. Why these problems? Because people this uh, fanatical for the football, ice hockey, blah blah blah. It's uh, basketball, volleyball. You know, like this one. And uh, now it's uh, no, these people first uh, about money. Uh, is looking for, or oh, I'm not go to this uh, team because it's no small money. If some some players like in the foreigners players and come to Moscow and uh, Spartak Moscow and uh, before you know Anji club. Of course, yeah, uh, yeah, this, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. At all, I have some come to the Anji. He said I love in Anji because of course you love and. To 20,000 uh, salary a year, it's just a good, good, uh, good club, you know. Of course. Yes, he said uh, blah blah blah. Some people come to the Russia because a lot of money, like in the before, and the players, a lot of players move to the country in the uh, Emirates and the Saudi Arabia, and Qatar. Qatar of yes, course, yes, yes. yes. <clears throat> now, now China, you know, this. because uh, if you see Hulk here. Yeah, of course, went to China for like. With Vitesse, you know, Vitesse same move to the for the money, you know, they're not for for football. Because. I mean, that is something that I mean, I, you know, because you brought up ice hockey, and something I wanted to, to come back onto is that, you know, um, it's always a question: of, Are people in love with football or in love with being a footballer? So that's the difference. Like, do you love being a footballer or do you love football? If you're a footballer, it's like, oh, I have money, I have prestige. Whereas if you love football, it's like you. I mean, we'll go into your career. I mean, you, you went to small clubs. You just wanted to play football. It was first football and then money. Would that be right? For for for, for you and for most of the players of your generation, it was football first. No, before before and the old old players and you know, USSA, just a little bit mentality different. And of, of course, every football player have for the football first, second money. Because it's uh, we have some idea, some fanatical, and uh, play for the um, uh, for traditional history, you know, like mm -hmm. in uh, England and Germany and Italy, you know. Now it's a big difference, you know, it's, it's like in change, big change, you know. There's some some players like in the interest first of all speak about money and second about football, you know. And the number seventeen. Uh, has a very sp special place in your heart. Why is that? What? What? what because I read in the book, would tell us why. <laughs> no, because it's uh, uh, when I'm younger, I'm, I'm love hockey. I love now hockey, just uh, ice hockey because it's have some different hockey, you know. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ice hockey because it's, um, when I'm born, we know half an uh, ice hockey school, uh, just football, gymnastics, basketball, like this one. And uh, also I'm watching television and a uh, lot of uh, games in the national teams because it's uh, USSR teams, it's very strong. 29 or 28 uh, win World Cup, you know, just in... Uh, the red machine. Yeah, the red, red machine, machine. The red machine, you know, it's just uh, like this one. Just, uh, you know, it's much like in the Germany machine, you know, this uh, Mercedes, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, 
like this one. Or like a Volga. <laughs> no, Volga. Volga is... No, 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 similar, no similar <laughs> okay. in Mercedes, you know. Yeah, watching a lot of games in television, you know, just uh, looking for uh, great teams and national teams, and especially Karlamov, you know, because it's, uh, he's number 17. I still contact with Fetisov, you know, is it? Yeah, Slav Fetisov, and uh, sometimes in uh, Tretiak, and we have some good players, and a uh, lot of good players, and uh, Bikov, and uh, Makarov, you know, is this a great team, you know? I'm just looking for the couple of picks, you know, Harlamov, and this number 17, and why I'm playing 17 in Everton, you know, mm -hmm. because it's. it's I tell this, uh, if you watching uh, ice hockey, English, uh, when I moved to Everton, I said, if you're watching ice hockey, you're looking for a history, just, uh, no, I understand, it's England, yeah, not too much in interest ice hockey, you know, <laughs> it's England uh, interest in rugby, on golf, you know, football. Just. But the very first Olympic gold medal was won by Great Britain in ice hockey. Yeah. Yeah, they won the first one, so yeah, I mean, they haven't won anything since, but you know, that's, you know, they, they, you know, they prefer their football and rugby and cricket and golf, cricket, as you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, why I'm playing 17, because it's, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I like, I'm looking at this, uh, how he plays this play, you know, he's an excellent player, great. I think so for, for me, he's the best player, I mean, like in the football play, you know. Yes. This is the same. I mean, he died very, very young, we know that. And I mean, um, one thing as well that you mentioned in the, in the book was that, you know, he was kind of, he wasn't that big, he wasn't a huge guy. So, I mean, compared to some of the other hockey players, especially from Canada. Um, and we've had, obviously on the show, uh, Alexis Martin and Anna Chakvatadze, and of course, Yekaterin Bishkova, who's not here with us today, but, you know, they, they all were kind of um, held back in some way or told that they wouldn't be good enough because they weren't so big. And you heard the same thing as well, but did that make you even more determined to succeed? That people said, you're not big, you're not strong, but you, you, you tried even harder. I, it's, it's sometimes, and if no big, no strong, just in the strong in the head and in the heart, you know, this is important. If you see in the Rino Gattuso, he played in the national team today in Milan, it's not too big, not too strong, no. you know, no, it's just in the strong in the, in the, in the brain. Also in the heart, you know, in the ground, he play excellent. And also, if you see Roy Keane, he's not a big man, you no. know, not not the biggest man like in the and the Pogba, like now in the or even place. Vieira, like Vieira, Vieira yeah, 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 because it's Roy Keane for great brain and the heart, you know, very very hard, excellent. He's very. In, in, in the pitch, he's number one, I think, so when he plays, everybody's scared of him, you know. Well, I mean, that's something that's interesting, because we, we, we did, we asked, um, or we, not us, one of our colleagues in Ireland had asked Roy Keane about, uh, to describe you with one word, and this word he said was genius. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you know, I think that's a great, from Roy Keane, that's a great compliment, because he's, you know, he's pretty a, a, a tough guy, yeah. but, you know. That's... Yeah, well, it's uh, when, um, uh, I know, I play here together with him, you know, I know, I know see for for my for me this is I think the so best uh, midfielder in any any in when I see any any teams, you know, in my life. And, uh, some some people say ah you ask uh, first eleven Roy Keane, no Brian Robson. I said yes, because I play together with him. I know not too many I know it's uh, Brian Robson legend. Yes. And uh, I know very well him as well, I know. 
I'm, I'm saying I'm not too much speak uh, together with him because uh, I'm at, at the Royal Keen. I'm sp- play a lot of games, mm-hmm. uh, three, you know, two seasons, two mm-hmm. and a half seasons. I'm play together. I know every games how he play. He is uh, play excellent. You know, he's play good, good uh, defensive. He's play good uh, attacking. You know, not too many players this position play good defense and attacking because so sometimes and. Have only one play or defensive good or attacking. If uh, midfielder play this in rule, I need some uh, well, excellent because it's he play in defensive and attacking. For my life, I played a lot of teams, a lot of good players, national teams. I've never never see a player like Rokin. I mean, it's great. It's great said. Not just because I'm Irish, it's nice to hear. But um, I mean. Roy Keane, if, if just looking puts two years together, I mean you're both like uh, icons for your national team. You're leaders in your national team. Yeah. You for for obviously for you know, especially for Russia, um, you know after the CIS, and you did a very very brave thing. And in many ways, uh, you didn't divide the country where you refused to go to the World Cup because of bad treatment of players. I mean. You know, I would never question about that. I mean, compared to say what Roy Keane, obviously he left or he was sent home from 2002 World Cup um, in Saipan. Uh, but you really, they're, they're, I mean, the Russian players at that time were treated very, very badly. I mean, the Russian national team players, you were just basically thrown into pretty poor hotels, dangerous conditions, not looked after. Um, if you had the time again, would you still do the same thing? You'd still, you know, sign the letter and say, I'm not going to play unless there are changes. Would you do the same again? Capital Sports with Alan Moore. So you will have to tune in next week for the answer. Would he do it again if he has time over? Would he go to the World Cup or not? What should, Ollie, what happened? <laughs> I kind of couldn't use the microphone for a second. Really? What happens? Nearly okay. hit me in the face. <laughs> okay, then it is. Okay, yeah. no comment. Uh, <laughs> so we are wrapping up for tonight. That was, I mean, just on the thing with, uh, he, he did name Roy Keane as the best ever player he, he ever played with, uh, or against, he said as well, and also uh, Stuart Gardner from uh, MUTV. He also named Roy Keane as the best ever United Central midfielder. So, I mean, that's a... Uh, you know, Roy should be pretty happy with that. So, uh, our question again. So, we'll uh, get ready to give away this super, super VIP package of two tickets. A chance to come in and be on the stage with us in Lokomotiv Moscow next week. Kick off course at 10 o'clock local time. Uh, we gave away two last week, two this week. So, Yekaterina, are you ready to give me the answer if I give you the question? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, because you were, yes. checking, you were checking this up. She <laughs> oh, does yes. know the answer. I made, I made research. So which <laughs> all team, around Google. <laughs> which team won the 2016-2017 Europa League? They won, of course, in May this year. Who was the winner? Manchester United. Very good, of course. And Woo! I, you know, <laughs> see, I tried to make it as, like, you know, Julie's going to say, oh, Alan, that was too easy, like our creative producer. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy. So, like, it was a kind of a tough question. So, uh, the winner, of course, uh, we had lots and lots of answers. People were saying Sevilla, but like, no, Sevilla won the year before, and it wasn't Real Madrid. They won the Champions League. We're talking about the Europa League, and the winner is Kirill. Kirill, 
Locomotive will be in contact with you tomorrow and you will get your two passes. You will see us in the VIP zone of Locomotive Stadium out in Chiquizo, now called, of course, the RGD Arena. So we have a couple of minutes left and uh, one question came in uh, and that, that well, actually, one question came in. Uh, I know who sent it in. It was someone from the Moscow Shamrocks and he asked, uh, this is not for you, Ollie. Look, today, not for you. This oh. is for you, Katerina. You, Katerina. Um, Me? How, yeah, this is for you, yeah. Your name is your Katerina. <laughs> Don't look around, <laughs> that is your name. Okay, so the question is this. When are you going to join the ladies football team in Moscow Shamrocks? When are you going to come training? Seriously. Yeah, That's seriously. Good question for me. Seriously. Sunday morning, are you going to come out and train? Sunday morning. Yeah. Of course, after Saturday. Yeah. We all have Saturdays. <laughs> we all have a long Saturday. I have very good reason okay. not to come. What's your good reason not to go? Get the slab in air, Ali. So coach. Go. You have to coach. My oh. small, uh, yes, um, okay. student, nine-year-old, very, very nice guy. So listen, just a question about coaching. Just um, are you are you not you're coaching like uh, players at the, at the moment as well? That's like part of your as well as working with us as well as with Eurosports. You're doing yeah, coaching also as well. Multifunctional. You see? You're multifunctional. It's all see? about Russian women. That's it. I mean, you cannot <laughs> beat Russian women. Well, you can beat them, but they'll just kill you afterwards so <laughs> you can yeah but that's them. that's our genetic i think it's like in all proverbs so it's just that's like that great. unfortunately <laughs> okay so we're going to wrap up right now so uh ollie is back on air tomorrow night at seven o'clock you're on a light, late shift tomorrow night ollie Yes, I will be. I will be finishing at 11 tomorrow. Oh, oh, so you have to tune in for that. You're going to have lots and lots, lots of good stuff tomorrow night? Yeah, of course, because it's going to be so much fun. We had a very big rise in ratings, like Ooh. a little, a, a huge surge, a little, why? <laughs> a huge, huge surge in listeners, so it's going to be great. That is brilliant. So that's uh, that's uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night between 7 and 11. Yeah, Katarina, thank yes, you so much it. for your time tonight. You've thank been you, brilliant. Alan. Ollie, thank, thank you so you, much Alda. for your time tonight. Thank you very much. And we'll I, see each other next week. We'll see you next a, a week away, and then we're at Lokomotiv yes. on Thursday night. So yes. next week, keep please. watching sport, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. The